0: Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. All right, Erev everyone. So, um, last, uh, last year, we were speaking about the Halakha, about a person... Who gives a speech or a rabbi who gives a drasha and you don't like the drasha, you are not allowed to ridicule this person, but rather you should speak to him privately and maybe say certain ways that he can uh, advise him, certain ways that he can do better. And I said that the Hafez Chaim had a long Haggaha um, here, and it's a worthwhile read, and uh, we'll try to finish it today. Um, strong language. So this is what he says Bida'achi, you should know my brother. Even if all the scoffers' words are true about the deficiencies of the sermon, it's still forbidden to accentuate the matter to the listener in order to degrade the speaker. When you put serious thought, you will find. The scoffer is actually um, mixing in a lot of falsehood into the ridicule. (laughs) Because many times it's common, (laughs) when they start to deride a speaker and make fun of or whatever, mock the the drash, (laughs) ah, that guy, that speaker, he has no idea what he's talking about. (laughs) He's just babbling. Or they make other derisive, mocking comments that discourage your listeners from then paying attention to anything else that person is going to say. More than that, they might even say that the whole reason why the speaker gave that speech was for his own personal gain, maybe to make money because he's making oh he's making a lot of money here that's why he's giving that speech in truth this is not the case for even if we assume that the speaker had not been uh, not been pressured by his household financial needs he would not have bothered to take leave of his home to go to other cities to rebuke the, 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 the public to earn a fee nevertheless how does this guy? know that the speaker is only doing this because he wants money, or for his own self-interest. Maybe when the rabbi is talking, he is, his main concern is that the people listen to the rebuke and hear words of Yirat Hashem. But at the same time, he also has an interest that his audience supports him and enjoys what he says. And uh, therefore, you're allowed to earn a livelihood when your person gives a dr- drashas. Like we find in the Chachamim, who say, that we're required to support and uphold the Torah to the best of our ability. And a, pl- a, a speaker that has dual intentions like this, which is to give rebuke and earn a fee, is, is, a, is a tzadik amur. It's a completely righteous individual like the rabbi say in the Gemara Baba Batra, if a person says, this coin I'm donating to charity in order that my son should live, this person is completely righteous, despite the fact that he gives a tzedakah with a secondary motivation, it's still going to bring him merit to his son. And there's a related discussion regarding the mitzvah, in, in, uh, a mitzvah with ulterior motives in Baal Regarding a lender who needs to use the security for himself and deducts the value from his uh, from the debt that he is owed. Rabbi Akiva, he's one of the opinions there. He says that the lender is still doing a mitzvah by extending the loan, even though he's going to have personal benefit from the security. The other opinion maintained: No, since he has his own benefit in mind. The end mitzvah. It's not considered a mitzvah. The law is That we follow Rabbi Akiva more than his colleague. So we know that even when you have your own personal interest in mind, I'm going to lend this guy money. That's a mitzvah, even though I might have to use the collateral that I'm getting it for my own needs. Okay, and obviously paying back uh, eventually. But that's still considered a mitzvah, even though you know that you have a secondary motivation. Wait, is that, isn't that lending of interest? No, no, why? Because if you're taking uh, the collateral and it's giving you benefit for whatever length of time, that is a form of interest. Uh, you, you're, you would have to let him know that and then you would have to, um, you know, you you would have to, I guess, pay or whatever. I, assuming that he knows what, what it is. You're right. There are... Shalot there in Halva'ah in, in, uh, are deep, but you might have a point there, yes. Rak, she'sarich uh, li'zaer she'me'ze sibah she'y'tave achakach li'vno chas v'shalom. However, a person who gives charity to gain merit for his son must be careful that in the event that something happens to his son, God forbid, or in our case, regarding the speaker, if the people of the city fail to support him, he should not regret the mitzvah of charity if something happened to his son, or the mitzvah of rebuking the sinners. Look in Tosfot over there. In such a situation where we cannot know what a person's motivations are, we still have to give the person the benefit of the doubt. That this is his intention when he's giving the speech. I want to rebuke people or whatever. I want to share a Torah. As the Torah says, Judge your fellow favorably. Indeed in most cases, Such mockery is very common. These people who mock uh, rabbis, these people who mock lecturers, these people have no yirat Hashem, he says. It's not my words, this is his words. They don't have any, uh, any uh, uh, fear of God. So when they hear words of reproof and words of rebuke, Regarding their own Torah observance, which is not something they like to hear because they have no Yirat Hashem. Like Mishle says that a scoffer does not like to hear someone who rebukes him. So, what does he do? He finds fault in the guy who's talking because he doesn't like to hear it for himself. The Gemara tells us in Kiddushin. One who points out a flaw in somebody else, he's really pointing to his own flaw, right? So the fact that he's finding a problem with the lecture that is giving the, the, the drasha, okay, he just doesn't want to hear the, the, the reproof about himself. Um, okay, let's do one more paragraph. I don't think we're going to have time to finish, but we'll do one more paragraph. ובפרט שחרבה פעמים matzui she'en especially from the fact that many times there's nothing that the speaker said that warrants making fun of. It's quite common that the quality of sermon depends on the person listening. Some people like to hear a nice kidush about pesukim, are those that like analysis, and some like parables and stories. So let's look at this matter. If the sermon was not like his preference, is that true? Can he now go and say oh, there was nothing there, no substance? This is outright lies. And this is in, our, in what we find many of our sins, uncommon, uh, unfortunately. He's only talking because he he doesn't like the rabbi. He doesn't like the guy talking. Uh, He has a dislike of the rabbi of the city. Because maybe the rabbi didn't rule rule in his favor one day when he gave uh, in a court case. Or because the rabbi is an individual that has lots of fear of Hashem. And, uh, and he, he, he treats mitzvah, uh, mitzvot with exemplary observance. And the nature of these lashon speakers, they despise righteous individuals with the utmost contempt. Because the scoffers know that the rabbis disapprove with all their shameful actions and behavior. It's customary that these cynical people when, he hears, when they find out the rabbi is scheduled to speak in the Bet Knesset, they run to hear him only with the bad intention to degrade him afterwards. Often, when a rabbi delivers a major speech on numerous matters, and there are many great points in that speech that are beneficial to the public. He's uh, telling the kahal to improve in their, their fear of God and Torah observance, and, and other points, like all public speakers. But this spiteful individual, he's not going to say the truth about the sermon, and say that the rabbi spoke excellently about all these things, and about other matters he spoke not so well. What is he going to say? The whole thing sucked. Everything was horrible. It was a total waste of time. I can't believe I went to listen here for thirty for thirty minutes. Total waste of time. Is there any greater lason hara and falsehood more than this person? He continues, but we ran out of time. We'll continue next week.